0: Another edition of Baseball and Beyond. Jim Edmonds wants to be a part of the show again. There he is. He can't avoid, he, he can't avoid the spotlight. Did he
1: fool you that he was actually doing something productive? All right. No. We know. We know. We know what's going
0: on. Uh, this is quite, quite, quite the start. The second time I've been messed up during the start of a show. Uh, I appreciate you for doing this. Now, the one caveat was we were not going to talk about fantasy football at all, so we'll just leave that off the table and talk about not other true. stuff. Not true. Let's talk first about fantasy football. Obviously, everyone knows about your, uh, your uh, charity, and you have a draft Friday, and uh, this will be something you can talk about here. It's a, I've seen the event. It's an amazing event. Uh, you tell us about it more. It is an amazing
1: event, and it's our fourth year here in St. Louis doing it. We Now we, we have taken this to eight different cities that we're doing it and eight different parks around around the country, and we want to take this to all 30 teams eventually. That would be the eventual goal if we could possibly get there. But it's really neat. We play fantasy football for charity. I mean, we, we get together, and people get to come to the field and have a live draft with us. They get tours of the stadium, of the locker room. They get I'm going to give a personal tour of the locker room and dugouts and everything, tell the stories about you know where people sit in there and why does it smell like it does and why is the picture hanging there and this and that and, uh... we'll have some time for autographs and pictures and then you get to play a fantasy football season with us all the, the the whole season long and you get tickets to the game up in the suite level too so i mean we're it's a pretty cool package but you know what i'm most proud about is that you know, we're playing fantasy football we're raising a ton of money for people who really need it and we're saving and changing their lives And you know, when you when you're doing something that's incredibly efficient, by the way, what we're doing, we, we have very little cost, very little waste, and when you're doing something that makes a difference in the world, you know, you feel good about that, and that's where we're at right now.
0: I want to get more into that, but obviously, want to talk baseball with you too, since you are a pitcher and you're doing uh, another season here. It feels like you're a a, a crusty veteran now. If you're an old guy. Thank I mean. You. I don't know if "crusty" is the right word, but what is it for you when you start thinking about how long this career has gone and the fact that you're a cardinal this long and you've done it 11, 12 years? Is it crazy to you as it is to me watching, thinking, man, this guy has been here a long time, and that doesn't happen for a lot of people? "Crusty" is definitely not the right word. <laughs> uh, but I do feel, uh,
1: you know what? You know what I have? I just feel incredibly thankful to be able to have played that long in one city, especially in this city of St. Louis. I I never say that uh, in jest because it, it is the most – you know, the thing I am I have a chance to do that I'll look back on and be the proudest of is playing in one city for one team uh, with a chance to win every single year and, and uh, helping
0: be a part of some of those winning teams. I mean, I don't want to be anywhere but here. I'm always interested in the dynamic of um... – the travel and the clubhouse because you guys are here and you're your family for for eight months what what is the uh, give me one or two big changes and maybe not just uh, people on iPads and the games but some of the things that are tangible from basically when you came up here in September of 05 to where we are now in August of 2016 because it feels like there's a it's a kind of a big change but I don't I don't know what it is but maybe you can tell us Well, the game has
1: changed in tons of different ways. I mean, every pitcher throws 95-plus now. I mean, that used to be the the one guy that did that was the guy pitching at the end of the game, maybe. You know, maybe one fireballer starter like Nolan Ryan or John Smoltz or somebody. But usually that was the the end-of-the-game guy. Now everybody throws The mop-up guys now are throwing 95-plus, you know, with breaking balls. So it's very tough on hitters. I'm seeing a lot of power uh, these last couple years compared to where it was. It seemed like it trended down for a while there. Uh, Guys are more patient at the plate. Seemingly, they're walking more. Um, But you know, there's more young guys in the game today than I think you've ever seen. If you look at at the way it used to be, when we had to hit every level, we had to spend a year in A ball, and a year in Double A, a year in Triple A, and then if you were lucky, you know, if all the veterans, you know, got hurt, then you could get a call up maybe in September. Now. Guys are getting rushed up here, 2021, 20, 22 years old. They're expected to make a difference in this game of baseball up there in the major leagues, and it's, it's very tough on those guys.
0: How fun is it for you to watch a guy like Alex Reyes, who hopefully will have a similar career to you and is doing exactly, not exactly because you did pitch that whole season in 06, but they're grooming him to do exactly what you did come out of the bullpen, fireball, do this, do his thing, and then he'll start next year. What's it like for you almost? Is it a mirror image? Do you see a little bit of that in you and him? Maybe because he throws a little, <laughs> a little harder, maybe it's a little different, but what, what do you think? He throws a lot harder than I ever
1: threw, but what I do see about him is a, is a great presence about him. He's not scared in the big moments, which is vital for somebody who's going to pitch in the late parts of the game and also be a great starter at our level. I think when you look at Alex, you see a supreme talent who's going to learn great lessons in the bullpen down there. You come out of the bullpen very much uh, like he had to do the other day, get his first safe, You're going to face situations, big-time moments that, you know, as a starting pitcher you're going to face. You're going to have bases loaded sometimes. You're going to have uh, the, the spot of the game where, you know, the game is, is – it all rides on that moment. If you make the out in the fourth inning sometimes with the bases loaded and their cleanup guy up, you win the game. If you don't, then you lose the game. That's very similar to the way – Uh, closers and late-inning pitchers have to be, so he'll learn a lot of good lessons down there.
0: I think anybody who watches this team should know that as a fan, I know people get all worked up about how the team's 500 or they're not going to catch the Cubs, but I know you guys know that it's a different season every year, and if anybody looks at the history of this team, 06, he had to get to the last day of the season to get to the playoffs. 2011, he had to get to the last game sometimes it's better to lay in the weeds. We looked at last year's team with 100 wins. Just tell me a little bit about how you think about this team. We're looking at a team right now kind of playing maybe it's best baseball or maybe you still haven't seen it.
1: Well, I think when you look at our team, certainly been a frustrating year for most people on our team, including myself. I'm just so, uh, so frustrated with my season. But if you look at our team, we're still nine games over 500. We have... Uh, a chance to great, greatly improve on that down the stretch. I think we're going to have some tough series for sure. But, you know, the, what can be missed is the, the Cubs have played great baseball. I mean, they're, they're borderline number one team in the game of baseball, so you have to tip your hat there. So what we also know is that we've come back from a lead like this before, and we've won a division, or we've, we've gotten the playoffs when we were ten and a half games back to start September against the Braves. In 2011, we ended up winning the World Series. So sometimes when you have to fight tooth. Tooth and nail all the way down to the the very end, nitty gritty. We've seen playoff teams uh, who are the wild card team. The Royals did it. I think they got to the World Series that way. You look at the Giants. A couple years ago, they won the World Series after being the wild card team, winning that one game playoff. The teams that have to work on it all the way to the very very
0: end are sometimes the teams most ready for the postseason. You uh, basically came back from an injury that no one thought you'd come back from last year. You come into this season, and um, you know I think maybe you've admitted maybe there was a little bit there to start this season. Tell me a little bit about what you think about, about your season so far and the fact that you won't tell people that. You're not going to use that as an excuse, and that's what I think is funny about you is you could, you might... Might get fans to think, oh, okay. Well, if he is hurt, you know, maybe this is a good explanation. But just tell me a little bit about where you are now and what the season has been like for you, because I know it's been kind of up and down.
1: Yeah. Well, it started off horribly. Gosh, I was one of the worst pitchers in the game for a while there, and and the good thing about it was I knew that I, I, that's not who I am as a pitcher. So I knew I was going to come out of it. I knew I was going to to put together some quality starts. And I had two months in a row where I was just about the best pitcher in the National League for a while there and that's that's where I expect to be that's who I need to be and that's where I will be going in the future those last this last month has been really frustrating for me because it it just sort of took away from all those those two months that i would worked so hard to get back where I wanted to be And this last month really kind of set me back a little bit but I know deep down what the most important thing now for me is is to play good ball down the stretch pitch good games keep these teams in the games try to win as many games as we can going down the stretch and when we get into the postseason uh, I'm very comfortable in the postseason. I know how to pitch. I know how to play in the postseason, and I can be very dangerous there.
0: We'll get back to the interview in a minute, but I want to tell you about my favorite restaurant in St. Louis. It's Masses. They have five locations. There's one in Newtown in St. Charles, one in Baldwin right off of Manchester. The Wing Haven location is fun. Town and Country at 141 and 40, and of course Bridgeton, the old place. It's Italian fare. Any type of pasta you want. Red sauce, white sauce. I had a Cajun chicken pasta that is unbelievable. Cajun chicken pasta at an Italian restaurant, and it's unbelievable. They have this beef pepe medallion that the sauce, you will not taste anywhere else. Of course, they've got St. Louis-style pizza. The Big Al is a a fun treat if you're ready for a Big Al pizza. The bartenders are fun. You'll have a great time there if you're with your family or friends. It's stlmasses.com. Each location is different, so if you try going out to Winghaven one time, maybe you'll go to Baldwin the next time and you'll have a totally different experience, but the food will be great, it'll be affordable, and you will have a fun time. There's no baloney in the cannelloni. It's Masses Restaurant, five locations, St. Charles, Baldwin, Winghaven, Town and Country, Bridgeton, stlmasses.com. Go check them out. Let's get back to the interview. We have a couple more minutes with you. I appreciate your time. Uh, What was it like, uh, that 06 team was the first team I got to travel with, and and I know for you it was your first year. What was it like to do what you did in front of that team this year when they had the reunion and you you just come out and do what you did? I mean, that has to be, in my opinion, one of the the highlights of your career. When you get all these guys back here, you you can't let them down. It was certainly one of the highlights
1: of my regular season career, for sure. I mean, that was uh, a time where... Um, I hadn't seen half that team since 2006 or 2007. It had been the last time maybe. And so, I mean, to do that in front of those guys, throw a shutout here against a very tough team in the Marlins, a team that was ahead of us at the time in the standings, uh, that, was pretty, that was pretty rewarding. You know, that was pretty rewarding. It also shows me that I still got it, you know. <laughs> I still
0: got it, and I'm going to be tough like that going forward talk to spring training i always find your your candor interesting and i just always think it's fun that when you guys get on twitter and you might have some fun and then you're like Ooh, maybe i don't want to be on twitter anymore tell me a little bit about opening yourself up and then having to hear it from maybe other fan bases well people that follow me
1: should just know that if they say something stupid i'm gonna block them. you know I, I i like being a part of it i like sharing uh, some of the memories that i'm getting to do and getting to see with fans and i like uh, when they respond, and I like having the interaction there. But uh, if it comes into hate mail, then I'm just – I mean, it's fine. You can do it. I'm just going to block you,
0: you know. And so, Sorry about that. I would never –
1: thats, that's last time. It's perfectly fine. Most of the time I get really funny stuff from Cubs fans. I mean, they hate me, you know, and that's understandable because I've whooped them for a long time and they're in Chicago. <laughs> but they got me this last time pretty good. So uh, sometimes it goes around, comes around, and, and uh, I, I like it. I, I mean, you know – I'm not the most active Twitter guy, but I try to stay involved, and I, I try to uh, send some stuff out occasionally to keep people interested and, and to let them know that I'm
0: interested. But sometimes you've got to block somebody. Two more. 22nd player, I read this on Wikipedia, I was shocked by it, to ever had a home run on the first pitch. Did you know this? I did know that, okay. yeah. What yes, does that I'm... mean? I mean, that's got to be all the pitching accomplishments
1: aside. You're a hitter, right? Oh, absolutely! I'm a hitter, and I, I'll, anybody who wants to hear it, I'll tell them about it. You know, all I have to do is ask. But uh, I, I, you know, the position players on our team get sick of me talking about hitting, but I love it. I have fun. I would never want to play in the American League
0: so lastly we we're talking about 06 but i i, I remember a night that josh kenny got scared out of his out of his wits going into his hotel room yeah. and if you can kind of bring that back and just how fun it was for you to be i mean we're like i said we're now 10 years past that that and you're a veteran but being a youngster on that team and and having little moments like that maybe you could describe what happened to josh yeah so sometimes
1: what we do is when we get into a city i'll
0: I'll swap somebody's key out
1: for for somebody else's or I'll just if there's two keys in there I'll just take somebody else's key because all our stuff is laid out on a table when we first walk in off the bus and uh, I got in his his envelope and I took a key out and three or four of us got into his bathroom shower and you know it's inevitable when you get done with a long plane flight you come in and and you have to go to the bathroom and so we wait in the shower sometimes and and uh, get the young guys who who are just the the recent call-ups and we hide in the shower and and jump out and scare the you know you know what out of them, and uh, Josh is a is a outdoorsman. He's a bear hunter by trade. I mean, he got guy stare stared down a black bear in the face. But you know, when three or four of us jumped out of the shower or in the bathroom that night, uh, he was laying on the ground. He dove on the ground like a little. Like a little uh, two year old, and
0: was terrified, so we got him good. Those are the memories you always say, right? That happens a lot. People don't know about that stuff, but that's the thing that that the family part I was talking about. Scarier than a bunch of black bears, that's for sure. So, one more time the fantasy football draft is Friday. You have spots available. I've seen you guys do this. I think. what you should probably remind people is that you get to play against you. You get to play against Cardinals. You yeah. get to trash talk. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I really do. I am interested in what you do with your charity because I know that it's uh, it's amazing stuff what you're doing around the world. So if you just kind of want to one more time run through that and uh, let people know what how yeah. this is going to help people.
1: Yeah. So this is a fantasy league by by nature. I mean, we are going to be we're going to be trash talking you. If you make a bad pick in the first round, we will let you know about it. You know and. And some people have had their feelings hurt about that. I thought this was a charity event. It is, but you picked somebody really bad right there, and you need to hear about it. So we talk some trash. We have fun, though, and we'll be on the message boards talking about, you know, free agent acquisitions and, and picking up somebody off waiver wires or whatever and and uh, thanking somebody for dropping somebody that ended up you picked up and won you the week or whatever. We, we do that, and we have fun about it. But So you will be playing against us. There will be a... I'll be a, a big time player. We got Alex uh, Petrangelo from the Blues, captain of the Blues, just a stud player, just a big, strong defenseman. He's going to be taking people down in his league, too. And, and uh, we, got, we got me, myself, um, Matt Carpenter, Matt Holliday, and Steve Piscotti right now. Maybe Michael Walker might join in, too, if we get enough people to join in. But we're going to have a great time. You're going to be playing fantasy football against us all year. And, and if you're in my league, you're most likely going to lose.
0: I've seen you. You're very, very, uh, you're competitive. I appreciate your time as always, Adam. This is a pleasure. Did you enjoy being on the big podcast? It's my favorite one I've ever done. That's what I like to hear. Adam Wainwright joining me on Baseball and Beyond. I got to finish. I have to keep wrapping up, so I can't really shake your hand. That's Adam Wainwright, Baseball and Beyond. Follow me on iTunes and at Twitter, Brad Straubinger. Thank you for listening, and thank you for Mass's Restaurant for being our presenting sponsor. Catch us next time.